They're here and they should leave. I'm Justin. Hot Pants and the Jawa Nuns is my new band name. I'm Sam. Well, I guess all the snakes didn't escape Ireland. I'm Jackie, and this is High Spirits on Stinker Madness. Hello, and welcome to Stinker Madness, a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the show, currently streaming on Am No, uh, currently streaming on Tubi is a movie from 1988, I believe, called High Spirits, starring Peter O'Toole. God, why? Uh, Sir Sir Peter O'Toole. Sir Peter. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo, Steve Gutenberg, of course. Um, Who else we got? The guy from Train, he's in there. Uh, Jennifer Tilly. Um, Peter Gallagher, Liam Neeson's Daryl Hannah. Peter Gallagher's the guy from Train. That's my that's my joke because they're the same guy. They're the exact same guy. Hey, sister. I whatever. When you say the guy from Train, I was trying to think about a movie called Train because I don't know what you're talking about. If you're talking about a band, I've erased <laughs> that part of my brain. <laughs> train is disqualified from Sam's head. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Um, who else did we fail to mention? Anybody? Liam Neeson's. Yeah. Gotta have Liam Neeson's in there. Yeah, pretty big cast. Pretty big cast in this turd. Uh, Sam, go ahead. Neil Jordan, the director of this picture, had impressed with his initial film, Angel, starring Stephen Rea, which was, I believe, Stephen Rea's first uh, picture as well. He then would make money, though it's a bit of a head-scratcher as to why it made as much money as it did with his follow-up feature, which was... The Company of Wolves, which Justin and I yes. have seen, and we really scratched our heads mm-hmm. on that one. Very odd. <laughs> the film previous to this one was a highly regarded, critically acclaimed, and renowned film called Mona Lisa. It's a crime film. It's got Bob Hoskins, Michael Caine, and Robbie Coltrane in the same movie. Okay. And uh, so they're like, Hollywood came a calling. And they gave him this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And his next picture would also be a Hollywood picture that would flop hard. And it's actually a little bit more surprising that the other one flopped hard, even though this has like a star-studded cast. Um, his next picture was We're No Angels with Sean Penn and Robert yeah. De Niro, Demi Moore. It's written by David Mamet coming off of The Untouchables, mm-hmm. The Verdict, yeah. and The Postman Always Rings Twice. Uh, Paramount's like that one's on autopilot. We got a hundred mil right there. No matter what, right? No, it didn't make any no. money. It fucking no, flopped. And Art Linson was the producer, which was the same. It's basically the same production team as the Untouchables, yeah, almost. But they gave it to Neil Jordan because they saw this and saw something in him. You know, he's probably when you when Hollywood calls, you're probably. You're off directing your next picture before the test audience has seen True. this one. But but he the claims dailies, they saw he, the daily Sam and they said, that's our guy. That's our guy for this Bobby De Niro picture. The guy from Taxi Driver. Give him to that hokey, spooky ghost flying around in the air movie. Well, it was a the Penn De Niro thing was a buddy comedy. It's true, so. it stinks. So, but still, also they're giving comedies to a guy that just directed one of the darkest 
love stories between a bag man and a high priced hooker called the Mona Lisa is a good movie, but I don't know if you give him the zany ghost movie yeah. next or, you know, we're no angels because he kicks around. He's not going to find any funding, but his next uh, picture would win the Academy Award for best original screenplay, which he wrote, <laughs> which was called. The crying game. I know all there is to know about the crying game, except for that trivia tidbit. I didn't know that one. You didn't yeah. know that one. You it's didn't know that this thing. guy that directed penises, this directed the fucking the penises, crying game. I know all about but the penises, it, but not that. And trivia. If you if you'd seen Mona Lisa, and I was like, you know, that's the same guy that directed Crying Game. You're like, no shit, fucker. It's like there's a one difference, one big difference. Don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen the crying game. I mean, game. I think everybody I'm knows not- all there is to know about the crying game. Yeah, I I've never seen it, but I know what you know what the, the crying, crying game. Is. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't not if you were alive during the time, spoiler alert, if you were alive during the time that the crying game came out, it had its opening weekend and people sprinted out of the theater going, the lady has a wiener. Here's The lady Lily. has a wiener. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's there. So. And there's so much more movie besides yeah, It's actually that really good. Part. It's a fucking solid. It's yeah. a really fucking yeah. good movie about the IRA. It's just, uh, lady, um, ladies uh, packing heat. Packing dude, heat. Dude, lady looks like a dude. Is that the Aerosmith song? Dude lady looks has like a lady. Lady looks like a dude. Because that's the thing. No, dude there looks like a the, lady. Oh, yeah, people... I guess it would be dude looks yeah. like a lady in this because the lady, dude, the dude looks like a lady, but the lady has junk, which is. You know, I mean, travel back in time, you know, I mean, that was like, hey, it's a trans person. But now you're like, yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. But back then, I mean, like living in like that, that man must be broke. He can't afford boobies. Got to you just drew those on. Interesting choice. Uh, yeah. Time. The times are a changing, said uh, Bob Dylan. But uh, I digress. Sam. Uh, he would make more money uh, after the crying game with Interview with a Vampire, very... which I did not Didn't... like because it's foo-foo yeah, vampire bullshit. It's Lestat bullshit. It. That thing is one of the first like mega, like it cost like 15 or 20 million and it returned like 170 yeah, or yeah, something like deal. that. Like it was a, it was an explosion yeah, of cash. Deal. I liked it. And then he brings Neeson's back with... Uh, Michael Clayton, yeah. which has made some yeah. money, but is just very highly regarded as a good sure. film. Uh, it just seems like he uh, got, the, I mean, it's not his fault. He's clearly a talented filmmaker. He just got put in the wrong thing. Like, yeah. that's the problem here is like, well, you're a catch-all, kind of. Let's do comedy. And he's like, dude, seriously? That's not, that's not what I do. I don't know what I do yet. Uh, but uh, it's not this. Yeah, those two tanked so hard they almost didn't make. They almost couldn't get money for the crying game. And it's actually odd that the producer of this film has produced most of his films subsequently. Like the people that were really pissed off about, they claim that this is not the same movie they delivered. Okay. That they delivered an entirely different movie, and then the studio completely re-edited and added some things, and it's not even the same movie the that they made. Shit. The editing is shit, and there's no continuity, right. and there's just it's garbage. Um, it's also really I mean, stupid. Just, I don't know. Even if the movie 
is still sealed in a vault somewhere. And when some stubborn asshole dies and it sees the light of day again, and we can see high spirits as it was originally intended, will it be good? Question mark. Because can it be good? Question mark. And I'm going to talk about that at the end of this. I think it can. Okay. And I think it should have been. This is, you look at all the people in here, and this is not a career killer for anybody except the guy who's killing his career with every decision he makes after Police mm-hmm. Academy mm-hmm. 4 to leave the Police Academy series, which is the Goots. Yep. Um, he didn't need help. He's going to follow this up with the Boyfriend Academy, which is, I think, the one that puts the nail in the coffin. That's when people are like, we thought this guy was funny. What happened to Carrie mm-hmm. Mahoney? Because this is the same guy that's Carrie Mahoney, because I'm not seeing it. Carrie Mahoney's a straight man in those movies, though, too. And so when he tries to actually ham it up, he doesn't do a no, great job. No. Um, I never liked that guy. Goots? No. No, he's he's pretty... He can be... In, in hey. post-80s world, he can be a bit abrasive. So that's what happens is, is you get... After this, he's going downhill, and he gets... Cocoon 2, which didn't do good. Three Men and a Little Lady, which may have done okay. And then The Boyfriend Academy. And then all of a sudden, he's in Olsen's mm-hmm. Win movies. Uh, in Australia, probably. <laughs> I believe where they shot those. I know. I thought that the Olsen twins shot a pretty decent amount of their early middle, like when they were just churning out the movies that those were made in Australia, as far as Crikey, I know. Crikey, there's two of them. And the yep. internet says, how long until they turn 18? Remember that? Like, Australians Ew. are like... Ew, that's gross. Now I'm going to go punch a snake. And then they both turned 18 and married like 50-year-old investment (laughs) bankers. (laughs) I will say that uh, the main love interest guy, Groot, what's his name? Steve (laughs) Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. See, that's how much I don't like him. I won't even remember his name. Uh, his name is Jack in the movie, mm-hmm. so I'll just call him that. Yeah. Uh, he just does not... He's not leading man material. I'm sorry, but he's not a love interest. He's not leading man material. It's just... He was just a, a weird, awkward cast for this. No, he's, he really isn't, Jackie. This You have to travel back in time and go back to this point, and Steve Gutenberg is putting butts in seats. He is, the the peoples love him, you don't, but the masses generally love Steve Gutenberg. He was a phenomenon. Yet, I will agree, he's about as charismatic as uh, Michael, uh, Michael, what's his face from Xanadu? Michael, uh, Michael Dorn? No, not Michael Dorn. Um, I can never remember yeah, that guy's name. Yeah. Uh, and from Megaforce. They're about the same guy. Yes, they were both in roller skating movies, and maybe that's what my brain is telling me to say because of roller skating movies. Sure. But they're, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But you don't remember what Steve Gutenberg mania looked like. I was in on Steve Gutenberg, but at the same time, I don't know that I may have just been in on a police academy sure. because the first police academy was like early in my life getting to see mm-hmm. boobs. But then we couldn't have that one for recording purposes because the subsequent Police Academy films were all PG. And so we had Police Academy 2 through like 5 on You got Bobcat in the second one. Bobcat Goldthwait is, he's a treasure. He's a national treasure. Um, She was great. Michael Winslow. (laughs) 
Yeah. Bubba, Fre- Bubba, what's his the oh, football yeah. player's oh, name? Oh, Bubba, uh, Bubba, too tall. Too, no, his character was too tall. Uh, Hightower. Jesus, damn it. Yeah, his name is yeah. Hightower. I can't remember what his yeah, real name is. Um, I thought, gentlemen, for a second there, that there was a spooky ghost in my room. Oh, okay. Did it want to have sex with you? I could. Or did no. it want to tup you? It, did it want to tup you? <laughs> no, that that is gross. Um, and this is why, because I heard this, woo, woo, and I take off my headphones, and it's our kids singing to the Mario Brothers movie downstairs. Nice, nice. Yeah. But not singing any of the words, just, ooh, <laughs> so it sounded like a spooky ghost. So I took off my headphone, and I was like, what the hell is this that? It's the ghost of Steve Gutenberg coming to haunt you for dissing him. Wait, he's not dead. He's just in your room being like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. He's got nothing else to do. The last time I had a ghost come in the bedroom, I was like, oh my God, a ghost is going to come have sex with me. And he was like, you're not Barbara Hershey. And he just that left. That sucks, man. That sucks. So oh, sucks. man. Uh, speaking Sorry, of ghosts Sam. having sex with people, um, Daryl Hannah. You, you want to say Steve Gutenberg is the only one who could die out after this, but I can't think of a fucking movie that Daryl Hannah's in post-1988. Daryl Hannah does fine until the Name one. Name one. She's in the uh, Axe Murder She was movie. in the Woody Allen movie, like, right after this. She was in Wall Street right before right this. Before. Um, Woody Allen movies don't count. She had to have no, done No, I don't okay. think so, man. Splash and uh, the Blade Runner. Like, hold on. Splash all, all was huge. That. Clan of the Clave Bear Clan was the huge. Bear before this. She was Daryl Hannah wasn't like a big thing. No, she, not even Steel Magnolias is after oh, this, right? Steel, oh, you like, got me on the a, Steel Magnolias, you son of a bitch. That's what I'm saying. Like, but she's a character. She's like a supporting actress. She's not like Splash and Clan of the K Bear are kind of unique for her roles. She is not generally a lead no, actress. Not generally. I want to know why so, they felt her the career need. was fine. I, I want to know why they felt the need to put uh, dirt on her mm-hmm. and make her look like she just was filthy the entire movie I, instead of like a ghost. She just looked like she was Pigpen from Charlie Brown. Well, okay, so let's let's explore that, Jackie. Uh, my understanding of, of movie ghosts is you wear the clothes you died in, so maybe it was not shower day. Like, you know, she, it, it, this, is, this is 1800s Ireland that she died in she's she's like she's probably covered in dirt because she's been trying to find those fucking elusive potatoes it's actually like 1700s late 1700s she's just just gonna walk right past the potato famine joke just gonna walk right past it huh oh please sir can i have another (laughs) dude i i i I like put that on the little t-ball stand and everything and you guys just are like no i'm not hitting that home run I never hit the one. I don't like that joke. Because <laughs> you're part Irish. I, I gotta say though that it seems like every it's time we have anything Irish, <laughs> you know, like anytime we ever have anything Irish on this show, we always bring up the potato you famine. Have to. What else are you gonna make fun of them for? Being extremely hard workers and building this country. Fifty percent of it. The other fifty percent of it was also forced labor. That of you know not their ethnicity. What are you gonna make fun of the Irish for drinking too much? Drinking. We're Americans. Too have you much. seen how much we drink? It's not even it pales. But we're also like dying of alcoholism because we drink too much. You can't make fun of somebody for doing the same damaging thing that you do, but better. Yeah, but better. That's the thing. You can't make fun of them for drinking too much because we're drinking wuss piss beer they over live here. in paradise. It is a beautiful lo- land. 
with no snakes and they're giving it away. They're like, come over here, Americans. We love you so fucking much. You get to live here for free. How do you make fun of them? Except for that one thing that happened in history where they all got really hungry. They, a lot of them died. A lot died. of them died. Yeah. It's really it tragic. Hungry. But, uh, you know. Um, have s- Wait, they're giving away shit in Ireland? Why aren't we yeah, living look, over look there? Yeah, look it up online. Uh, have beets. Try beets, guys. Why? Why? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, oh, all these people died. Yeah, but there's other food other than potatoes. Sheep? Well, it, they were reliant on it, and it was a single parasite that killed an entire strain of potatoes. That's Eat why the snakes. now in a lot of potato why farms, chase off the snakes? they grow multiple the snake. types. Snake is good. <laughs> There's no snakes. They chased them off. They can't eat that the snakes. That was their fault. They chased them off. Like here's our, f- but goodbye food supply as they wrapped. There was never the- any fucking snakes. Let's be realistic <laughs> and scientific about this. The snakes didn't run away. They don't have legs. Uh, no, uh, there just wasn't any uh, snakes. Uh, the uh, chased them that out. That is blasphemy. Yeah, Saint, blasphemy, Saint Sam. Saint Patrick was a saint who yeah. ch- chased off all the snakes with his little snake staff. Yeah, and put them on a zodiac, okay. and they wrapped it over to. I'm assuming Germany or someplace. I don't know. He actually just pounded it into the ground and said, you shall not sliver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do uh, have one thing left. The Goots reportedly in an interview claimed that Disney has in fact greenlit a sequel for three men. And a little because lady of course. called Three Men and a Bride. There's no way this is going to fucking happen. This is just Gutenberg being overly optimistic I about know, his career revival. Okay, here's what he said. He said Three Men and a Bride is what it's going to be called. I did Dude. the math optimistically. Oh if it God. was released next year, she's getting married for the first time at 37. <laughs> I think you should call it Three Men and a Late Bloomer. Three Men and Grandchildren or something. Like, that doesn't check. Guys, come on, man. Maybe it was like from years ago that he said that, and they're like, "No, we're not going to make that movie." Nobody, and he was like, "Yeah, dancing and and Selick, they're in. It's going to be great." Also, I and he like went on to say he knows that if they were to revive the Cocoon and Police Academy series, there'd be huge successes. Like, oh, get off get of it, Goots. Nice, nice. Just do try. your next thing. He's doing like oddball neighbor mm-hmm. bits in movies here and there now, and I think you just. Just do that. You'll be yeah. fine. Give us one of those Christmas movies that, you know, that is going to end up on Stinker Madness. Because guess what? We're running out of st- Christmas movies. So f- fill that I role. I think he's in yeah, four. Fill that role. Steve Gutenberg, you and Cynthia Rothrock do a romantic Christmas movie. That's what I want. Uh, but this this other talk, no. Only if she beats him to death. She doesn't beat people up anymore, Jackie. She's too old. She could still. And she seems really nice. really nice. I know, but. <laughs> I just want to see her beat up a man again. You can do that <laughs> just, I like a it. lot of times by checking out, say, the Rothrock's filmography, which we have barely even scratched the surface of, Jackie. Yeah. Much beating up of men's balls are decimated for an entire 15-year period in her Hong Kong work catalog. She's got like 10 movies with Richard Norton. Yeah, where she just pummels balls. Just... And that's them. like just a small piece of her filmography. And she's got like 10 of yeah, them. Yeah, she punches a guy so hard one uh, time that his balls go supernova. They actually shrink down into a black hole, <laughs> sucking all life into them. Uh, Shout Factory, specifically their Scream Factory division, 
somehow thought because I'm usually the, the stuff they put out. I'm like, yeah, there's a reason to put that out. They two packed this with uh, Vampire's Kiss, and I'm like, really? They two packed this really? on disc with Vampire's that Kiss. Is an odd team up. <laughs> scratch. That's a head scratch. I don't think that one's flying off the shelf. You know, Neil Jordan probably liked Vampire's Kiss because you know it's not a it's not a whoa screwball comedy. It's a fucking dark comedy. I think you could have given Neil Jordan Vampire's Kiss, and it might have been better. I don't know, man. I still like that movie. I don't know why you hate it so much, but uh, yeah, that's an odd, yeah, two piece set. No, I'm I'm out. I just want Vampire's Kiss, which took us a long time to get our hands on as well. It's a rare, rare film at this point. Uh, anything else? Not anymore. You can get it in a two pack with, with this. I don't want this. I'm out. Can I cut the disc in half and keep the other one? Because I don't want this. I don't want my child ever seeing this movie. It'll make him stupid. You could get the two pack. You could buy another copy of Frampton Comes Alive. And then you could throw the Frampton Comes Alive and this out of your car window and just keep Vampire's Kiss. (laughs) Done. Here I come, Walmart. All right. uh, Jackie, this is your pick. What made you want to do it? Ever since I was a kid, I've seen this. Uh, the movie poster for this mm-hmm. and I always wanted to watch it and then I was looking through movies and I saw this one and I was like oh dude if this is if this has got a qualifying score we're going to do this one because I've always wanted to see it based solely on the cover didn't bother to read the uh, description sure. nothing I just wanted to re- I just wanted to see it when I was a kid and it was there and so I'm like we're doing it okay uh it's got we should mention so, it's got a 5.7 user rating on IMDb so this is actually a decent score for what it is uh sam had you ever heard of this movie Did, before okay. yeah i've been looking at it and i was i was never gonna pull the trigger on it but i kind of feel like i kind of knew jackie would eventually pull the trigger on it but i already had this on my radar one of the strange things about it being on my radar is i read the user reviews and there's a lot of people that think this movie is hilarious yeah, okay all right and i was like what Ugh. in fact i was like if the second half would have been wouldn't have been so dumb, I would have been bashing my head against yeah, my right. desk. I, I agreed, very much agreed. Uh, the second half is so dumb that it actually kind of made it palatable. But it was something to yeah, see at least. Yeah. Uh, I'd never even heard of it, so this I, I went in fresh. This wasn't in my wheelhouse, probably because I grew up in a cult and uh, I wasn't allowed to have anything to do with spooky ghosts. So maybe my mom like censored. She tipper gored me, you know. Yeah, they didn't have this at the Merc. That's the answer. Yeah, but I still had access to television, Sam. I was able to see commercials for movies. Did you, rich kid with Prime Stars? Oh, yeah. That you're talking oh, about yeah. here. Prime, yeah, and that's a that's a callback. <laughs> Only four people are gonna are old enough to remember. <laughs> the rest of us are all dead. <laughs> us, the few World War II veterans that are alive, and then the four people who had Prime yeah. Star. That's it's a shrinking group of people. I didn't. What is that? It's a, it was a set. Directv yeah. used to be called yeah. Prime Star. Oh, yep. But we had we actually had the we had the non Prime Star. We had uh, I I can talk about that. We had a big satellite dish. That's not Prime Star. Yeah, we yeah. had the big satellite too. We just didn't have any subscriptions. You didn't so need I just it. Had to watch that was Canadian the thing TV. about the big satellite. You didn't need a subscription. It was before subscriptions even existed. You were pirating television. It was the anti cable cable. <laughs> 
you I think maybe your parents sugarcoated that one. You no, had to have like scramble look codes. Look it up. Yeah, before no, I no, remember no, no, putting no, in the no, scramble no, no. codes at my grandma's house. Started scrambling channels where you got all of them. I am telling you, check it out. Yeah, but that was like very brief when we were six. Very, I had one, and I got to see Playboy when I was six years old. And then my mom came around the corner, and I had to turn it off real quick. And I could never find Playboy again. It was the saddest day of my life because I saw a lady juggling yeah. her tits when I was six, and I was like, "This is it! Oh shit! Here comes mom!" Yeah. Whereas I got to see all of Sharky's Machine when I was six, so I did better. Yeah, I don't know. She was a Playboy model. Pretty good. Pretty good. There was a whole barn full of Playboys right. too. Sharky's right. Machine, Playboy Barn. Oh, you great. win. You win the six-year-old dick off. I had the dirtiest yeah. childhood ever. Oh, God, ever. you're such a fucking amazing... We should build a statue to Sam's fucking six-year-old boater fest. <laughs> <laughs> to the reason the reason why I'm so fucked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Talk about a dick off. Uh, Jackie, let's get into this. Uh, high spirits. So, where we're at is Ireland. Uh, even though Peter O'Toole is Irish, is he Irish or is he, I don't know where O'Toole. They're supposed to be Irish, but he's definitely English. Yeah. Because I thought that you can't slap the English off. No, that guy. I thought the, uh, I thought the stereotype and, and maybe Clausey will Wait. correct us if, if I'm wrong about this, but if you're, if you're, O, you're, then you're no, Irish. If you're, O, you're English. If you're Mick, you're. Uh, Irish, and if you're Mac, you're Scottish. Maybe, maybe that's not accurate. I thought O'Shea? it was O'Shea, Mac O'Shea was is Irish. an Irish name, so always, yeah, I think he's Irish. He might be Irish. Anyways, he owns uh, uh, his family's castle. It has been handed down to him over generations and generations that uh, he, you know, in this modern time, has to turn into a hotel to uh, pay the bills. He's got a mortgage on it, which I'm not really sure how that works, but I'm not going to question it for plot's sake. And uh, so he's got to have a continual rotation of uh, hotel guests, but the castle is not of interest to anyone because one thing I know about Americans is we hate going to England or the United Kingdom and staying in their castles. No American likes that at all. It's not big business where they charge you $500 a goddamn night to stay in a castle so that you can say you stayed in the castle. That is not an actual and thing. Freeze your and ass freeze off. your ass off. No, it is huge business for Americans to stay in castles with or without spooky ghosts. They're just all drinking too much and not keeping it clean. So it's just unpopular. I don't think that even matters, That's- man. I think okay. that the town is using this as its own private pub. Yeah, probably. Seems like everybody that lives in the town is working in this place or hanging he around says, drinking at the pub. He even says that everybody in town works there. And if they lose this place, yeah. the entire town, nobody's going to have a job. They also never really discuss the level of credit that he's taken out, what the bills are, who the guy what's uh, Beverly D'Angelo's dad is and how he was able to leverage some castle so that he can move it to Malibu, which you can't fucking do. Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you going to do? Put it on a, a 18 wheeler with a wide load truck sticker on the back. Yes. This is stupid. Uh, I also want to know uh, why nobody in this castle has a broge at all. A broge. You know, like one of those Irish accents. Broge is not a word. Rawr. They all sound pretty they Irish. Sound pretty uh, brogue. Yeah, brogue, Jackie. Not broge. 
Like, it's like, bro. The with- one guy's like, oh, Michigan van or whatever all the time. Yeah, but he just wears. But he sounds English. Peter O'Toole. They all sound oh, yeah. English. No, 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 no. The, the Peter Taranese. O'Toole, you can't slap. And he's from Leeds. I just okay, looked it up. Go. So you you can't slap the English Maybe he's off of that. Irish guy. descent for the name, but he is very, very much a British man. Uh, okay. What else? Did you, when's the last time you know? You know what? You get to be up on soon. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Peter O'Toole, this is completely sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like twelve. Is the perfect age for Lawrence of Arabia? Oh, so you, uh, you're a couple I years know, out man. on that. It's a really long movie. My son might not like it, but uh, it's not really long. It's actually three fucking movies in one. It's it's four hours and four and a half hours long because it's like three ninety minute yeah, movies. Yeah, it's a lot of. Uh, you can watch it just one intermission and then watch it to the next intermission. And do it like that. Nice. I think it's a fine day. It is a very fine day. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, so that's their c- scenario. He's on the phone with this the American mortgage banker. Uh, he's like, uh, "I'm gonna. You better send me a check, uh, or I'm gonna foreclose on your castle that's been in your family for 700 years or whatever." Uh, and Peter O'Toole's like, "I gotta." I, I, I got to figure out how I'm going to do this, uh, but I can't. And I can't live without this castle, so I'm just going to hang myself until his mom comes in. And she's like, you can't hang yourself. The ghosts will be all mad. And he's like, ghosts? Yeah. What? I feel like this is a thing that happens every day. That his mom oh, intervenes no. with his... His drama queen yeah, yeah, hanging yeah, of himself right. or one of the help, one of the girls. And he's like, oh, I think a lot of times it's not his mom. It's one of the the uh, maids mm-hmm. there. And he just uses it as an excuse to grab one of their butts. Mm, that they're, they're, they're on Make the himself. rope and they're like, it's time to die. And he's like, no, don't do that. Let me help you down and helps them down by his, their butts. Is that what you're implying? He's like, oh, I just care. And then she's like, just grab my butt. You don't have to do this whole thing. Oh, it's thing consensual. Every it's time. Consensual. Just get 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 the grab on my butt and I'll get up off the rope. This is sure. a very strange scenario you've laid out, Sam, that I don't know has ever happened in history. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just, just here. I mean, there's as much nonsense elsewhere in the castle. Why not? <laughs> well, uh, I cannot allow you to d- die. You have too much to live for. No. Let me yeah. just get a real good grip on that ass, and uh, you can come down. And she says, that sounds nice. I would like to go for that. Okay, right. yeah. Then the driver finds out that he's been pulling that trick to the butt grab, and he's like, well, you can grab the butts? What? He's like, probably not you, because you don't own the castle, but, you know. Usually, it's, real usually it's the other way around. Uh, the butt grabbing and uh, sexual harassment leads to the employee getting on the rope rather than being saved by the ass grab. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. a very uh, uh, Dutch door action or no, I don't know. It's a, it's a wacky, wacky scenario. Anyways. So, uh, so he's got three weeks to get this money in, or he's going to lose the castle. He hears this ghost thing and he hatches a plan and it all takes place very quickly on how this is all set up. But his plan is to get Americans excited about staying in the most haunted place in Ireland, except for his problem is he doesn't have any ghosts because he thinks his mom is nuts or something. I don't know. So he's got to make ghosts. And I don't mean go kill people who then become ghosts. I mean, make 
fake ghosts that go woo 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 at Americans. It's almost like they live there and they used to be a theater, a traveling theater yeah, company. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because they've got all of the equipment. They've even got mm-hmm. a stage with a nautical-themed play yeah. in the, in yeah, the bar. Yeah, they are troopish. I don't really know why they're not doing well. I would I stay would totally there. I would totally stay there. Like those, when, when the Americans show up later and there's like a dinner, and yes, it's all whiting, but the, you go to England or the UK and you're going to eat just white fish anyways. That's what you eat when you're there. It's their only good food. Sorry, UKers. Uh, and... They serve that up to you. There's like 50 varieties of it. They even have bisque, whiting bisque. That sounds nice to me. Yeah. And then you get a stage play where there's a lady who sings sad Irish songs. And then you're told good night by your host. That sounds like an amazing hotel experience. And they get you, they get you drunk. Yes, that too. <laughs> like this sounds awesome with or without ghosts. <sighs> I No, without ghosts. I don't need, I don't any, need of any of that. that. I'll stay there. It sounds cool. I also like the spooky decor where, you know, they didn't bother to clean anything and it's got like the cobwebs and shit. It kind of just adds to the ambiance, you know? Yeah. That's like they spray silly string, white silly string all over the place to fake cobwebs. But yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm there with or without the pretend ghosts. I'm probably going to enjoy the pretend ghosts more knowing because I'm going to go in knowing that they're pretend ghosts. Uh, and it'd mm-hmm. be like, these people are putting their lives on the line. These are great stunts. What are you guys doing in a hotel? You should be taking this shit on the road and like, like, you don't need to take it on the road. You got you a castle. Just do it on Friday and yeah. Saturday nights. Yeah. Do like a, a pig roast oh, or man. something. Oh man. Yeah. I fucking, that's like a thousand dollar a night yeah. gig right there. Yeah, it is. Dude, people go to that stupid sword thing. What's that, what's that dinner with the fucking jousting? Medieval, Medieval times, times in Vegas. It's super with the... expensive. Super expensive. Super fucking expensive. Like when you. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I went to Dollywood, <clears throat> or not Dollywood, but I went to the Dolly Parton rodeo thing and I took my parents and it was the same kind of thing, right? You sit down and they feed you this meal. And it was expensive. It was like $65 a person or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even remember how much I paid Which for is, it, but I know that it was over 65 bucks, and I was like, oh my God. Medi- I think medieval times, Jackie, is like 150 per person. It's really fucking expensive. I think it's more like 200 yeah, It's really fucking expensive. Everything in Vegas is yeah, 200 exactly. for a stage show. They don't worse. do stage shows under 200 there. It's worse, dude. Super Bowl's there this year. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it with the Las Vegas. You're bankrupting the entire country they, because nobody else has any... Things that happen in their town, it all goes to fucking Las Vegas. I'm sick of it. So let's just say for the sake of argument, they have the castle. You get your own mm-hmm. room for mm-hmm. a night. There's meals and drinks provided. Yep. There's going to be a crazy drunken stage mm-hmm. show with audience participation, yeah. probably a busty lady singing and just like complete gay person. <clears throat> middle-aged person like chaos pandemonium and awesomeness this is worth a thousand i would pay a thousand dollars to do that one it's night, too bad right? you don't have a thousand dollars per head but uh it's, it's a nice I, thought <laughs> but do you think that's no, worth I, it or are you talking 500 you remember ireland's a little bit cheaper uh <clears throat> to stay at so yeah but either way no this is a fucking booming business it's it's unrealistic Anyways. Now, if this was an all-you-could-drink... That's what it is, Jack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, all-you-can-drink. Did you see anybody no, getting because, charged? Yeah, the, 
Good. It's not Jack, all you can drink. It's Jack gave them money and he says, I'll come back and get my change later. I don't remember that. At the bar. And they're like, what are change. you doing, Jack? Ass. Because later, Peter O'Toole gives him more than he can drink. It's not all you can drink. It's more than you can Here drink. Here is my father's brew. He has to yeah, run away right. from Peter O'Toole <laughs> because Peter O'Toole is getting him too drunk. All right. So speaking of Goots and uh, the American crowd, let's go through who, who we got here. Uh, we've got Steve Gutenberg and Beverly D'Angelo. They're married. Um, they clearly yeah. are having some marital issues uh, as witnessed on the plane ride over where it seems like he's very randy and she is very not. Uh, it seems like he's really fucking stupid yeah, and she's a giant that too, bitch. That too. Like my first question after they've had the second interaction mm -hmm. in their married relationship that I've seen is why, why did she marry why? him? If she's like the daughter of a baron, property baron, and what the fuck does what he do? What the fuck does he do? I don't know, but do? the old lady on the plane won't even take his champagne. That's right. She's like, no, fuck off. Yeah, get out of he's, here. He's, he's, oh God. Go get on your roller skates and tiny shorts and skate out of this picture, Steve. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? We got the attorney from Jurassic Park who gets bit in half um, and his family. You know who his wife is? No, she did look familiar. You tell me you recognize, please tell me you recognize her. Familiar. Catherine Booth. Catherine Booth. From the blonde and all the Monty Python shit because she was married to John uh, Cleese during that time. It's a fair court. Is that her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then her, their kids. Uh, he is a parapsychologist, which means he's, uh, I, I don't know if it's a secret that he's there to hunt spooky ghosts or call bullshit on the spooky ghost experience, but that's what he's doing. Um, who else we got? Oh, we got uh, the guy from Train, who is a priest, Father Tony. They call him Father call Tony, him Brother right? Tony. You don't call because he's not uh, a father yet. He hasn't passed his priesthood or papacy or whatever the fuck collar. they call it. I thought you didn't get the collar until you were a father. No, you get to wear the collar. You just first. get the collar. Like you can say, "Can I have a collar?" Well, sure, brother. Here's your collar. You train in the collar, I guess. I watched that one with Father Stu. And he was dressed like that before he got to be a father. And he was so. a brother. I'm, I'm, I'm going to base everything I know about Catholicism that I used to be a member of until I was 12 upon the movie Father yeah, Stew, which Good. really wasn't all that great. Uh, and then Jennifer Tilly, who is just some Jennifer Tilly character. I don't, she doesn't have anything <clears> other <throat> than she wants to bang Brother Tony. That's it. Why is she here? She's really awesome. Because her, she's really awesome. Because Sam, her ex boyfriend, who was a devil worshiper, really wanted to come and check out the dead ghosts, mm -hmm. and then oh, he ended up running away to some other place with Gary, and who knew that he was gay? Chucky's gay. It's what? And so that's why she is there alone. So she ended up getting conned. Into paying for it, and she's like, well, I already bought this, so I may as well just yeah. go. Yep. Why the fuck is he there? The priest? Yeah. He's on vacation right before he takes his vows. He gets to go treat himself. this is what he wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. That right. makes sense. Uh, okay. It's like they just drew names out of a hat, like... Okay, who's here at the Spooky Ghost Castle? Oh, there's a almost father and a lady with great legs and cans and that voice she's here and that's her thing she's got great legs cans and voice uh 
Yeah, it's really stupid. Anybody else? I think that covers everybody, right? I think that's everybody, yeah. Yep. Okay, so they all they all arrive uh, <clears throat> on this bus to go into the castle, and Peter O'Toole says, action, and the fake ghosts start doing their thing. They're flying around on ropes, and one of them, I, I can't even remember, and I don't really care. Uh, the I wrote these down. goes awry, and she lands on top of the bus. Yeah. Ah! She's the flying Benatar ghost. <laughs> She's a banshee. <laughs> Love is a bitch. Later, there will be a spinning bed ghost yep. and a peeping night mm, ghost. Well, there's a there's a real peeping night ghost. It's a little handy, but we'll get at that. Um, so she falls onto the roof. Panic ensues. Everybody's freaking out. The bus driver's like, ah! She's like, ah! Steve Gutenberg's like, ah! I think if I can't tell what's going on because he's getting pulled up while he's pulling her down. I'm not, I have no fucking idea what's happening. This is one of the essential failures of what they tried to do with... Maybe it's not his fault, but he's trying to do the slapstick with this lady screaming at him, and he's just not pulling it off. Go back and watch the Police Academy movies. He's the straight man. Exactly. He doesn't know how to yeah, do any of this right. shit. So the, the bus is coming up to the castle. There's Everybody's going nuts. You ha- the bus driver dodges Peter O'Toole, and it crashes into the lake and submerges. Everybody dies, because that's what happens when you crash a school bus into a fucking lake. There's no getting out. So they became ghosts, yep. and this whole place fucking actually just really takes off. Yeah. The end. Happy story. Unless Superman pulls the bus oh, out. Oh, Superman. As yeah. a child. Reverse planet thing. Damn it. Oh, oh, you mean just picks it up like he did in, as a baby. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's down there. He's Jason. He's Jason Kal-El. He's, he's a super boy mm-hmm. at the bottom of the lake. It's an interesting. Jason versus Superman. Do you think it would have worked? <laughs> it wouldn't have lasted Who would win? Long. Jason versus Superman. He can incinerate him with his laser yeah, vision. Yeah, but Jason's already incinerated. And, like he had, he crashed into I an entire planet. I understand this. Freddy ain't got shit on Superman. Freddy Krueger's in dreams. Yeah, he's not even real. Yeah, but he's the one that they incinerated down in the basement of that. No, house. Jason got all burned up like a weenie as well. On yeah, a boat. On a boat. He's all. Cr- he's a crispy too. Dude, like, I think Jason takes him. He had an entire planet crashed into him. They had to kick Superman off of a planet because the planet was going to explode. Probably because Jason was headed straight for it. You know? Crypt. <laughs> Krypton was blown up by Jason X. That's my theory. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so they all die. Uh, but later... They're having dinner. Uh, the whiting thing I already said. Uh, the guests say. So I got yeah, a question go about that. What What is whiting? What, just, what are they talking about? It's like. It's yeah, just it's whitefish. Like it's like all the other whitefish. Cod, no, uh, they're smaller. Yeah, they are. But it's just it's all shitty bony whitefish. I got some. I got some. Uh, some whiting uh, from the Asia market down on the boulevard here. It actually is a little bit better than swai or any of that stuff. It's got kind of a, it's a milder okay. sweet taste. It's it's actually, I'm I'm kind of in yeah, on whiting. We had honest. a bunch of whiting in England, Jackie. It's if they don't have haddock, they don't they don't they don't have cod. They have whiting. It's just a white oh. fish. Um. All right. So the guests say, uh, there's uh no ghosts. Oh, uh, the parapsychologist says those weren't real ghosts. I'm not buying it. 
this is all bullshit and they're still going with it like the the fake ghosts are still trying like there's still plans in place uh mahoney he looks up for him dinner and he sees this uh painting on the wall and he's like what's that painting and peter o'toole says well that's my great grand cousin cousin six times removed who was murdered ah, the lightning Murder. crashes and it's very dramatic because it's peter o'toole she was stabbed by her husband yep. on their wedding night to death. And this doesn't raise any of the paranormal expert alarm, paranormal expert guys. He's probably bells. swatting his kids away. Get the fucking get off me. You little fucking his kids yeah. are shitheads. He's distracted. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted them to die at some point. Ooh, that's, that's too much. Children. Jesus Christ. Children. God damn it. They're TV children. It's not like they're really going to yeah, die. She's got a point. Like just the letters like Maybe on the they script. didn't get off of the... Yeah, I mean, maybe they just, just couldn't get out of the bus. Yeah. I think Love. the best... I, I, I'm imagining my favorite punishment for these children, and it's just a random horse shits directly in their mm, faces. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, we're so shithead that <laughs> we stood in a place where a horse can shit on us and we didn't know. And they maybe learn a life lesson from it. <laughs> And become volunteers for like the uh, the American Red Cross or something. Really change things around. Getting shit on by a horse. Uh, all right. So he, uh, Peter was like, "Go get out of here. Good night." I already we already talked about what happens before this. Um, oh, there's ghosts. By the way, sleep well if you can. Can can. Yep. So the fake ghosts, they go into action, but nobody really cares at first or or buys it. Like nobody even sees them. Like uh, the lady, the mom parapsychologist, she's throwing her underwear at a fake ghost. And he's like, I'm in a suit of armor without a head. I'm supposed to be scary, not covered in lady bras. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I did see that mom's tits. So it's a lady yeah. in there. Oh, that's right. But then she gets to see the guy's dong. I mean, it works yeah, either true, way, true. right? There's a there's a paper yeah, in there. Yeah. All right. And then yep. uh, oh, oh, and the headless knight is on roller skates. Was that supposed to be like, oh, he's gliding across the floor or something? Yeah. He's still clanking yeah. all around. Or she's. Oh. Can't see in roller skate. I mean, this is a great theater. Trip. Yeah. Oh, shit. Stunts. Yeah. I, uh, my favorite part of the fake ghost was definitely the banshee lady, mm-hmm. where she was like, "Look at me, fucker!" <laughs> She's flying by the window, throwing trash at it. Because yeah. <laughs> t- uh, brother Tony is too busy reading his Bible to pay attention to banshees. It he's sitting in the corner of the windowsill, as far away from the light as he can be, and then pointing the book away from the yeah. light so that he can not be able to read it at all. Uh, then the bed spinning happens to Jennifer Tilly. Uh, she starts screaming. Uh, Brother Brown comes in, dives on the bed, and she's like, perform an exorcism or something. But then they end up floating up in the air, and uh, they're having a heck of a time. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the headless knight gets in a fight with the paranormal dad with swords. And then the, the dad just chucks the sword out of Like, I've had enough of this. And chucks the sword out of the window landing in one of the people of the castle staff's stomach mm-hmm. they're dead like that was careless you don't just chuck a sword out of a window bro don't chuck yeah, swords man. also if there is 
a possibility of danger, you're going to want, want that, that sword. sword. No, it doesn't hit a person. It hits the ropes that the banshees are hung up by. Calamity ensues. Everybody falls all over the place. Uh, how did, What happens to the bed where it starts going downstairs? So the guy that's spinning the bed is getting a little too uh, amorous, and he's really just crying like, I gotta get him! Because the um, father Long Dong comes in, and he's like, I'll save you, and he jumps on the bed, and then they just keep spinning more Mm -hmm. and more and more, and then the guy's like, I'm gonna get him now! And he's just cranking it up and cranking it up, and it breaks, and it falls through the floor. Okay, it goes down like three stories. I think they died. No, it doesn't just go down three stories. Then it starts surfing through the yeah, castle. Yeah, I think they died. I don't think they made it. It's not going through the it fucking It goes through floor. three floors. Like, now there's a giant bed-shaped hole throughout the entire castle. <clears throat> yeah. Good job. Um, all right, so... Uh, oh, and we, you cannot forget yeah. about the mummy. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The mirror mummy. Yeah, yeah. Mirror... Uh, he was pretty lame. That was that had a knife, and he looked like he was going to stab. Could that be camera obscura mummy, just smoking mirrors. Something like that. Yeah. Like if you could actually pull this off, this would be a real cool yeah. trick. Like that's what I'm saying. This, these guys, if they're pulling this shit off, no this shit, is it. I would this love to see some yeah, of their this shows. Is fucking uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good shot. Most towns have a Shakespeare theater that can't pull off half of this shit. You should shit. be able to mill to see them and be like, Jesus, I know nothing about this. Yeah. It's like, you you, you, you people need some jobs because I got them. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, they're all exposed. They all get caught. Everybody's like, this place is bullshit. We're getting out of here. I want to leave. Uh, your, your castle's going away. And then it's revealed that Sharon is a spy for the mortgage guy. She was there to sabotage this whole thing, maybe, but at least spy and get back to her dad to say, yeah, that place is not great because he always wanted it. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck she's going to do. Daddy, I get the castle. I don't know what she's playing. Also, Gutenberg's like, oh, this our second honeymoon was a ruse for you to check out a property for your yeah. dad. And you're like, how are you two how married? How are you two married? How? It makes him so sad. He's so sad that he gets drunk with Peter O'Toole, uh, gives him his father's brew bottle, and then he ends up in the wrong room. Uh, and that's when a ghost actually runs in. A real ghost. Through the wall. One of the ghosts is a ghost that has a particular set of talents. <laughs> stabbing his wife, because that's what happens. Stabbing his he wife, stabs mostly. stabs her right in front of uh, Jack, and uh, he's like, oh, my God. But then it loops. It happens again. And this time, he's like, oh, I'm not going to let that happen, because he thinks it's not real. He thinks it's part of the act. He's like, wait, wait that stabbing looked pretty goddamn good. I think you killed that actress. But then it loops, and he's like, oh, you're not going to kill that actress this time. He doesn't realize it's ghost. He gets in the way, and he gets stabbed with a ghost knife. But, but he, he doesn't. doesn't. But he thinks he does, because he thinks it's a real knife, because he thinks that they're actors. And then he's like, wait a minute. I'm not stabbed in the tummy. And she's like, wait a minute. I'm not stabbed in the tummy. She loves him. Yeah. Ferris Bueller, well, you would, are my hero. At least like him, right? 
if I was her, because she's been doing this every night for like an hour for 200, 200 fucking years. years. It's not a- Even if he's like Clint Howard, she's like, yeah, right. Go ahead and hit this. Yeah. I, I, I owe you uh, one. 200 years. I do not care. I love you. You gave me a and momentary break from this. Some implication that there's love involved, and that's what's broken right? this sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. cursed ghost uh-huh. existence, but it's not. It's sheer buffoonery is the key to unlocking her spirit. That's what he's so dumb that he accidentally did yeah. it. So that's the key to releasing a ghost from their turmoil is sheer buffoonery. It's total stupidity. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't being noble like I'll stop you, sir, because I love her. He just got in the way. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. Um, all right, anyways. So uh she's like, Wow, that was really cool, you bro. Um, thanks. And then uh uh, she fades away and he goes to his room because he's like still drunk, I guess. I don't know what the fuck his deal is. He goes in there and he's like, Sharon, um, I just fell in love with the ghost. Sort of. Maybe I'm not real sure, but the movie kind of implies that I did. Uh, and she's snoring. She's been asleep for like four hours. She's got the little eighties face mask on, you know, the sexy blindfold yeah. thing that's not no, sexy. But they, were, they have it's lace like... on them back in the that was the dumb thing those i what are those called jackie uh sleeping mask sleeping mask back in the 80s they had lace on them sam implying that they were sexy because the 80s were fucking they dumb. had garfield on them too implying <laughs> that they were funny they weren't that either <laughs> Okay, so uh, he's like, oh, God, my wife is asleep. I can't handle it. I got to end it all. What? Yeah. She's got Valium. I'm going to OD on Valium because she's snoring. (laughs) I can't take one more night of this shit. (laughs) He just decides to OD for no reason at all. There's no possible. He's in love. Quote unquote, according to the movie, uh, and his wife snores. That's mm. his motivation for killing himself. That's it. That's as bad as it can get for Jack. Well, no, Jack asks her as she's passed out uh-huh. because this makes total sense. Right. Did you ever love me? And then she goes, That's it. And he takes that as a no. Can't handle and he's it. like, I, I'm done. That's I'm, it. I'm just going to go kill That's myself. That's the last straw. I'm going to burn this place down. And by this place, I mean myself. It's stupid. It is also yeah. like painfully unsensitive. How how did he not kill himself already? Well, they fucked up my orders at McDonald's. That's it. Yep. I just right there yeah. like the sandwich was no good. Ten Valiums all at once. Just chew yeah. them up. <laughs> I ordered a Whopper. Turns out I wasn't at Burger King because I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) This is a rodeo chicken sandwich. Get me a 45. I mean, fuck you. (laughs) But like, so then the spooky ghost is like, wait a minute. (laughs) She has switcheroo powers. Through the mirror. She comes in through the mirror. We couldn't really totally figure out what she does because it looks like she unscrews the lids 
and then he yeah. takes a bunch of pills. Well, you can't like you can't take a bunch of all of like all, only Valium is the one that you can't take a bunch of pills of. These are prescription medications that she switched rooms on. He's still fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, or all fucked. And also, up. what is yeah? This? He he took a bottle of migraine pills. Right. I'm pretty sure that he's That's gonna, dead. Yeah. What does a spooky ghost who died? 200 years ago in Ireland, know anything of prescription medication. Nothing. If anything. Nothing. If anything, guys, the uh, child lock things on the top of the bottles would have just totally fucked with oh, her. She, she been, would not have been able to get them open. Been, uh, like, befuddled. Ah, what are these? Maracas? <laughs> it doesn't. Fuck off. Um, all right, so. Yeah, yeah, Peter's dead. He's a ghost. I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I don't care. I There's like don't a care. whole thing where they decide to start actually haunting the castle because no respectable yeah, yeah. ghost would live in California. Right. Um, and then Jack wakes up. He thinks he's dead. Uh, he tells uh, Sharon that she sucks to her face, but she's ignoring him. And then she slaps him and he's like, wait. I am real. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we're leaving. This place blows. Time to go. And so they're trying to leave. But Jack sees Mary crying in, in some arbitrary room. And uh, he says that uh, he can stop uh, he can stop her nightly murder. Is that what he says? Oh, she wants him to stop no. her nightly murder. By being yeah. her true yeah, love. Yeah, that's still going on. He's like. And he's like. I'm going to paraphrase what he says really through the rest of the I movie. Bertha, 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 Bertha. Yes, that is an accurate description. Yep, yep. And then the castle gets all windy and he gets like blown away. He gets blown into a fucking tree like six miles away. And struck and by lightning struck a by couple lightning. times. And then... They're all out in the car, ready to leave. The car starts getting pieces, chunks of it blown off, and then everybody's clothes fly off. Yep. And you're like, ooh, Jennifer Tilly, hello. Not enough, though. (laughs) You get to see her booby. Not not enough. I backed it up. I hadn't seen him before. Really? I was you, excited. You, you absolutely you have. Her and G- Gina Gershon. The scene, man. Mulholland Falls. I never watched that. Yeah, you, oh, come on. You didn't watch Mulholland. I didn't Get watch Bound. No. You are, your spank bank is, that's, you are disqualified from you, having you, one, sir. Showgirls oh. will fill up the Gina Gershon spank no, bank man. on its, it's own. It's her and Jennifer, too. Come on. That's like ground zero. I didn't watch it because somebody told me they didn't get naked. I was like, oh, oh fuck they, that noise. Jesus Christ, man. It's, I mean, it's hot stuff. <laughs> Sounds like hot stuff. It's pretty hot stuff. I guess I got a little date <laughs> with myself later. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I mean, either yeah, way, this is like primetime Tilly. She's, she's like her. her and Meg are stupid hot right yeah, now. I love her. I just think that she's. One of the coolest, most interesting people of all time. Just cast. It, it just leans into her casting. Poorly. Like, but she leans into it. She's a, she's a fucking professional. She is not a stupid and person. Then, she is an incredibly like, retired smart to be like her retirement is kicking the yeah. shit out of people yeah, at no, poker. She fucking rules, dude. 
Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, everybody's clothes are off. Uh, Sharon says, hey, uh, father, nice penis. Uh, and he's like, oh, <laughs> uh, hey, sister. It's a train joke. Uh, drops of Jupiter. You want a little bit of drops of Jupiter? <laughs> they had another song called boy. Because <laughs> Beverly Angelo is also hot. Let's just put that out there. Yeah, Be- Beverly D'Angelo is is. They're all mm. hot. The I mean, even though she's past her prime, Catherine Booth is stupid yeah. hot. Um. Yeah. So Jack gets electrocuted out of a tree, and then he lands by a talking horse. It's Liam Neeson's. That's the horse voice too. Oh. See, I think that there's some cutting room floor shit where Liam Neeson's is actually like, "Please take my wife, please," kind of a thing, right? Huh. Which would be funny. Huh. That would be a funny joke. No, they didn't put that in. That, if they if they did take my wife, maybe please, it's with a talking horse, I would have laughed the, at that. Who is that? I laughed pretty article? hard when he fell out of the tree right next to a horse tong. Right, yeah, the horse's penis is full on, right? Just. Uh, I did not laugh once in this movie. I almost laughed when Peter O'Toole fell no. down. That was it. So all the phones are dead. They have to spend the night. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jack is spending the night. It's night. Whatever. Jack is wandering around the fucking grounds during the middle of the day, so they can't tell day but for day from night. Um This is daytime still. The ghosts don't really care if it's day or night. Yeah. No, they do. They do later. Uh, anyways. Um well, they go hog wild at night, okay. but they, they're fucking around right now and it's broad daylight. <laughs> so he uh follows the horse to Mary. She's praying to not marry the voice of the horse. Implying, you know. yeah, and he's like, "Take my wife, please." If they tell that joke, yeah. I laugh. Okay, uh, she again asks him, "Hey, uh, be with me," and he says, "I can't. I'm re- I'm I'm married. Sorry." And then, and then goes Neeson, <laughs> and then Arnold goes, "Is that your wife?" <laughs> yeah. What a what a bitch! He doesn't say that. He should say that to himself. <laughs> he just yeah, does the whole routine. <laughs> is that your wife? Yes, that is my wife. I do not like her. She seems like a bitch. Yes, she is. Ah, <laughs> ah That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> Just Schwaz talking to himself. <laughs> what the crazy situation I've put myself in with my life choices. <laughs> Five kinds of whiting. This is better than the four seasons. <laughs> Okay, uh, so uh, Ghost Neeson, uh, he appears in the shower with uh, Beverly D'Angelo, and she's like, oh, hey, Jack, can you uh, scrub my back? Because suddenly I want you to touch my body. And Ghost Neeson is like, uh, uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I got, I'm burning a question right here. So young Neeson's flies out of that bathtub, Jackie. That's the question. What? Where? Where are you at on the Goots versus Young Liam Neeson? <laughs> like, like most men, I like my my men older. Um, I think, I think he was much more handsome. He was. I would. I would sleep with him versus Steve Goots. But I mean, he's like six. six he's a physical specimen. Yeah, but she doesn't yeah, like. He's huge. She doesn't like- Good-looking guys. She likes slimy guys. Oh, no. Um, 
Uh oh. But this guy's got the slimy. Okay. Yeah, needs this to, character yeah, does. He's a little slimy. Okay. Um, let's move on because I'm getting uncomfortable. Uh, so he gives her a rub down, and then she realizes it's a spooky ghost. And uh, outside, the kids are getting ghosted, like by the TV, uh, and candles falling on them and trapping them to the ground, and flying bookshelves, and all sorts of crap. Yeah, and I have to point out that the beginning of this Neeson's bathtub oh, yeah. scene with uh, Beverly D'Angelo is where they take the situation of the wife and um, the assistant from Young Frankenstein mm -hmm. and the marriage swap that happens in the Young Frankenstein that works so fucking well. And they try to do the same thing. They just execute it horribly. Okay. A little early probably on that comment, but I'll allow it, I guess. It's not. Well, they're trying, but you're like, okay, what's going? This, are they trying to? Are they young Frankenstein here? Because you shouldn't fucking don't ever do anything that movie does. Because you'll never do anywhere near as good as it did it. So elsewhere, uh, our brother Tony, he is uh, staring out the window at a underweared Jennifer Tilly, and he's like, "Please, God, give me the strength to not uh, take advantage of this situation because I know that she wants me very much, and I'm struggling." And uh, uh, his pants catch on fire. By the ghosts. Well, so, but, well, no, no, no. These are, these are Jawa, Jawa nuns. nuns. show up. They are the right height. Catch his they, pants on fire. <laughs> catch his pants on fire. She's doing aerobics in her lingerie. Yes, I like that. Good thing I'm not a Catholic priest. Because I don't have to get haunted by nuns. Just, okay, anyways. Uh, it's. Well, let's see. He's he's attracted to an adult woman. He just doesn't really have what it takes to be a Catholic priest. Hey, oh. And so I'm not allowed to do the potato Ireland joke, right? Is that my understanding? Is, is, so we're clear yeah. on the rules. Well, the Catholic Church but, is still like you know doing but, that. Uh, Sam gets okay. But they're my people. Yeah, they're my people, too. We're all Irish. I'm not off. saying that. I'm just saying they're still they need to get some shade tossed at them because they're still yeah. doing it. And when they do it, they just have that parish declare bankruptcy so they don't have to pay the fucking okay. money. And, and in, my, in my defense, uh, the Irish are hungry for potatoes because I'm still to this day. They're still doing it because I'm part Irish and I would eat some potatoes right now. I love them. I'm yeah. hungry for potatoes. I'm almost half Irish and I. Yeah, see, potatoes. he'll eat them right now. See, my joke isn't... Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, anyways, uh, I can't get canceled. It's just the truth. Uh, so, uh, his pants are on fire. They push him out the fucking window into the pool. Like, I don't know what your ghost motivation is here, Nunjawas, but... Uh, does he get pushed or does he just go... Well, they... My, my biscuits no, are they burning! And then just him jumps. out the window while his pants are on fire. Because they yeah. do the same thing to Jennifer Tilly when she comes and checks on him. They kind of crowd her out yeah. the window, too. Now they're both in the pool. That's when her booby like, kind of comes out. It comes out, and then he tries to cover it up, and then she tries to brush his hand off on purpose. Like, it was a very awkward scene, the way it was shot. It was almost like she was like, stop it, Peter Gallagher. I'm trying to show them this titty. And he's like, your booby, PG. It's nice. Is it? <laughs> it was the highlight of the film yeah, for me. I bet she was. Uh, the ghost detector guy, he's getting strangled through a fish head. He's, there's a hand comes through a fish head and strangles him. And then it lets him go and says, no, oh, oh bad boy. Uh, it's really stupid. Um, 
Yeah, this one I find to be a... I feel like he's got actual comedic moves The here. attorney from uh, um, Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah, that that he could pull this off, but the editing is really making him not yeah, funny. Maybe. maybe. Um, either way, uh, Jack, he has a conversation with Peter's mom. Peter's mom, I think, tells him that she's married to a ghost. I'm not really sure because I just don't fucking care. But she eventually hands him a book because he's, oh, how do I love a ghost? It's not a real person. Uh, here's a book to answer all your questions. It's called The Book of High Spirits. And in The Book of High Spirits, it is revealed that if you... What, what would say? What's it? What's their fuck? So I think this is actually how the scene goes. She's like trying to tell him about this, and he's like, "Derp, <laughs> and then she closes his mouth and says, "Breathe through your nose and read," and he gives it what's, a shot. What's the screw thing though? Tut toot. What was it? Toot tut. Tuppen. Tuppen. Tup. Tup. Yeah, tuppen. What the fuck is that? A real Irish thing? I don't tut? know. If you tut, you're screwing. Tup. tup. With a P. Because there's shtup. Was it? It was tup. There is. It was tup. It wasn't tup. It was tup. Tup. Because I was thinking shtup. But shtup is clearly Yiddish. So I didn't get it. it might, I wonder if that's an Irish word. Tup. We're going to go tup. No? Nobody has any thoughts? It's tup. I don't. I mean, it, either way, they're talking about. Porky. Something that happens in a in a different yeah. movie, or is it just old, like um, old language, the oldie time? It, it could be, know. you know, it could be the oldie language. I, when they did Deadwood, they couldn't actually use the slang of the the time because it sounded too silly. Yeah. So maybe it is because it just sounds silly. What's the other thing? She uh, he gets confused. Oh, she's uh, Mary. The ghost is describing her husband Marty and says that he's a squisher. She's squishy or squishes. He's yeah. Well, that was earlier, right, but when he was the horse that was giving his wife away, so he doesn't have to stab her anymore. The best that Jackie and I could come together with is that he shits his pants a lot. That's all I could figure. Well, then af right after this scene, though, he's in the shower with Sharon, and he farts. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that squishes was farting. Well, no, yeah. If you fart, that's a, you can have a nice dry fart, but if you squish, I'm pretty sure you're sharting. I was not alive 250 yeah. years ago, so I don't know. Uh, somebody who uh, has a linguistics degree in uh, old Irish let us know if squishing is farting or shitting your pants and if tupping is currently used or not. Please. I would like to know. I would like to know. Minds. Okay. Um, so Sharon finds uh, Jack in the murder room. And uh, she sees the murder tra transpire. She, it, it, she, this whole time, she hasn't believed it, that there was actually ghosts until now. And uh, she's like, hey, there's the guy that uh, fingered my butt in the shower. Um, mm, he's not as bad looking as I remember. How about that? And Jack runs after Mary um, saying, hey, I love you. Meanwhile, back in the room, uh, Marty, the ghost, is getting all horny for Beverly D'Angelo. And she's, uh, she's kind of uh, not playing too hard to get. No, she's not. She's like, I married to the Goots. <laughs> you, sir, seem like a man of particular talents. And are also tall and handsome there, as he is Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> she, the, Mary and Jack do something called scalping. Yeah, scalping. I believe she goes into his body and massages his prostate. Uh, with. It seems magical. With pixie dust. Ghost Glitter. powers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this seems like she just walks through him. And he's like, oh. And she's like, now I'm over here. That's called scalping. So has she done this before? And also scalping? I don't know. I don't know if it's the right. She hasn't done anything except get stabbed for 200 yeah, years. right? How does she know how to do this shit? I think there's like, you know, during the day when she's like doing the thing where she pretends like she's going to not get married uh-huh. again and right. pray. She like walks back and then there's like a ghost lunch room yeah. and they talk yeah. a little bit and then they have to go back to their normal ghost routines after that. But there's usually conversations. And so she's picked up a few. Pointers. One of the older, more randier, uh, like bowls in a key. Yeah. Uh, retirement ghost is like, eh, hey, you're a young, pretty gal. Back when I was a young, pretty gal, I used to do this thing called scalping where I'd walk through a person with pixie dust. You should try that sometime. You're a young gal. Take and then advantage what? of it while you're you young. Squeeze their prostate. Someday you look back, you'll look in the mirror, and you'll be like, "I got a, I got all gross and old." And you'll look at pictures of yourself and be like, "Oh, I should have done more prostate grabbing when I was young and pretty." Do it now. But you're a ghost. You're not going to age oh, yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, just squeeze. Excuse me. I have to go <laughs> squeeze a prostate. Let's go do this. Let's tag team that guy over there. <laughs> Go. We'll both go into him at the some same time. It's double scalping. Guy, some guy's just milking a goat. And like, Whoa! <laughs> the goat's like, whoa! Yeah. I'll see. It's all mixed up, and he's just <laughs> like, see. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know if you know or not, but you can't milk a goat. I mean, you can. <laughs> but it, Why can't you milk a goat? Because they're boys. <laughs> no. They're called sheep. Use no use you milk use yeah but the, no no goats are both they're just goats no I, it's called goat's milk oh goat yeah soap where milk. does that come from do you think that's goat ejaculate <laughs> right up no you're right I'm an idiot I'm Steve Gutenberg <laughs> <laughs> what are what are male sheep called I don't because there's know. use and then there's I thought it was Rams. Rams. Yeah, Rams. God, God damn it. Okay, you can't milk a ram, Sam. You can. <laughs> That's what I was. Yeah, okay. I'm an idiot, right? What's a male or what's a female goat called? You're thinking you? So there's. Goats and sheep are like the different versions of the same species. Okay, anyways. Uh, downstairs, the walls come apart, and out come a bunch of corpses and say, hey, quit fucking around. I guess that's all they do. You're incompetent, Peter. You're running this place into the ground. You never loved me. You're right. Let's hug it out. Then that's the corpse wall corpses thing is over. Yeah, they were just being overly dramatic. Uh, It's Halloween now. And uh, Marty reveals that uh, during Halloween is the one night a year that all the ghosts become flesh. So they... Yeah, bang. Hey, Sharon, we can fuck tonight. You ready to fuck a ghost who's gonna shit his pants while doing it? <laughs> Maybe. 
she's like, yeah. Also, he's warty. It says that he's warty. Like, his hands are warty. Maybe. No, it says that. Again. The movie tells us that his ha- he has warty hands. And she's, okay. she's ready to get some of those genital warts. Maybe. Or a ghost. Okay. Um, in the bar, uh, the stage comes to life. Uh, a giant squid becomes manifest and kills a child, turns him into Paper Mario. But then they throw a life preserver to him and pull him out. And he's fine. Yeah. He goes from 2D to 3D. 3D. And then his brother grabs his mom's butt awkwardly. Oh, yeah, he like falls and he's like, oh, no. Both hands, both nice. cheeks. Nice. Was she trying to hang herself by chance? Was he just helping her? Okay. No. All right. No, he was just grabbing a butt because the camera was on and no yeah, one could stop yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a little kid. I can do whatever I like. Uh, Mary and Jack, they have a little date. They're trying to avoid porking, but eventually they do. They end up This I don't get. Did anyone have any bead on what was happening here? Because there's supposed to be some, like, rule to how this all goes down. And they're like, no, yes, no, yes. (laughs) Bang me. Don't bang me. Jackie, uh, do you remember the poetic verse in the book of spirits that he reads while in the bathtub? Uh, yeah, if they pork and it's not true love, it's somebody's going down. But if they pork and it is true love, then it'll all be okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh, then he pulls the classic rapist move and they gets her drunk on champagne. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I don't so, want to have sex either. Let's just drink some champagne. <laughs> if they don't pork, then nothing happens. She just goes back to getting stabbed yeah, every night, yeah, right? So. Right. So why are they doing the no yes thing? They only have this one chance, because right? Because something about, like, if they tup, uh, you go to the grave or something. I don't know. Huh. I think it's implied, like, he think it's implied that he thinks if they have sex that she's going to die or he's gonna die somebody's gonna die somebody's gonna die and then they're just if the ghost comes back to life gets porked and dies don't they just go back to being a ghost uh the rest of the group they're out uh looking for an area that's free of ghosts and they end up on the dock and they're like yeah this place is free of ghosts woohoo uh let's party and they get all drunk and fucked up and then all of a sudden the bus that went into the lake earlier comes up and hovers like it's fucking Christine and chases Beverly D'Angelo around because it's driven by Marty who I think wants to run her ass over so that she becomes a ghost. It didn't become clear until later, but I think that's what he's trying to do is run her down because I'm like, why are you trying to run her down? This doesn't make any sense. Why would he not want to come back to life and do the boning thing? Right? Yeah, you're, you're fleshy right now. Now's your chance, bro. Run her over when you're not fleshy well when where's yoda and all right? this shouldn't he be because he was the one that got the bus out of there that looked just like the x-wing this fleshy material that you are made of now my yoda stinks yeah it's just not good i can't even speak backwards qui-gon <laughs> qui-gon can get the bus out too qui-gon's actually more powerful than yoda sam Tickets sold. You will not. 
Next stop, 5th and May. <laughs> it is? I don't know. God damn it. Because it's a bus. You know, you get on the bus. Stay be- Yellow line, you will stay behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, so then Cartoon goes start flying out of the bus and picking up the guests and do nothing with them. They're just like, we got you picked up now. <laughs> and flipping people yeah. off. Oh, God, it's stupid. Yeah. It was like they decided to leave Jennifer Tilly's tits in there. So they're like, well, I may as well flip people off while we've already burned our rating on this one. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mary has been porked, tooped, and she's gone from a serious four to a two. So uh, big downgrade. I'm sorry. I don't think Daryl Hannah's attractive. And then he... God, he's just... A She's st- out of his league, though. Yeah. yeah. But then he's like... To- he's was never in love with her. He's just a superficial he pig. He doesn't want anything and he's to like, do with it. He runs away from her because now she's got gross face. Which, I mean... Again, it's just more of the same thing that he's done throughout this movie. Duh! Yeah. Derp! Duh! Yeah, totally. So she chases after him. Marty is crashed the bus into the castle... And he flies into Jack because he's made, made man. He's manifest. Uh, and Beverly D'Angelo's like, oh, you're okay with me, humpy guy. Let's go hump. And so they split off into pairs. And Jack is like, oh, God, this is grody. I don't want to have anything to do with you. You look like um, the woman in red after she takes off her brooch, Ooh, gross. Or the lady that gets out of the bathtub in The Shining, Ooh, icky. Um, Jack makes out with her, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think everybody makes out with the old lady in the movie. I think it's just what you do when you're when your hot lady turns into an old lady. I think you make out with her. Uh, he so he she forces him to kiss her. He doesn't want to do it. She's like fucking the cat in that Pepe Le Pew thing. She's just squirming and going, oh, I don't want to kiss you. And Pepe Le Pew's smashing her face. He has no place to go. And then she gets Daryl Hannah again, implying that it's true love. But the whole time he's like pounding on the couch, like, oh God, you taste like dust. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not. I mean, I don't know. I love my wife, but that's how I react when we kiss, too. So maybe it is true love. Hey, oh, <laughs> hey, Jackie, it's funny because we're both old. So it's it's just like two mummies making yeah, it's, out. Really. It's mummy. It's mummy smooching. Yep. Yep. That's what yep. it looks like. Sometimes our bandages get wrapped together. We get stuck. And and it's the bad CGI mummy, like the Brendan Fraser mummy before he becomes <laughs> uh, uh, Arnold Voslo. Uh, it's it's just really like, ooh, that looks bad, even by like looking bad standards. Uh, what else happens? She chases down the biggest bahogi in Ireland. And then he's got his trick is that she's he's like, well, come to me. And she's like, I love you. She's street pizza, Uh, Sharon. And then Mary took over her body. I guess. So there's rules that are happening here that were not discussed Uh in the movie. This is where the horse take my wife, please, probably, because he's got to be in on this to make this all happen. Right. Yes. 
so now Mary the spooky ghost is an alive person that who has inhibited Sharon's body and then changed transmorphed Sharon's body to look like Daryl Hannah so that mm-hmm. she can be alive with Steve Gutenberg and Sharon can just be a spooky ghost uh in love with Marty the murdering squishing wart finger guy yeah yeah and they've also switched outfits so now uh sharon has the wedding dress on right that that yeah uh okay yeah i don't i I don't know uh it seems weird like i mean the whole thing seems weird Uh, anyways They've all decided to stay in the castle, yeah, too, and so it's like this weird wife mm-hmm. swap ghost situation comes with besties. Yeah, right, right. And, yeah. Well, you know, in Mary's defense, she's got to save this place from Peter O'Toole. Why? What's wrong with Peter O'Toole? They, 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 the guests leave, they're like, hey, we're giving you five stars on Yelp, uh, VRBO, all of it, you're good. We save it from Peter O'Toole. He's now a successful businessman, according to the film. Okay. And she doesn't know anything about finance. Or hotel management. Hospitality. No, she was just a rich tart yeah. that got stabbed. Yeah. Hospitality management is not her. Uh, she doesn't have a degree in that. Um, that's the end of the movie uh, as they dance away happily. Uh, my first question is, uh, does, Mar- does Mary... When she jumps into the body of Sharon, does she become the visuals of Sharon? And we see Daryl Hannah. She becomes, she looks like Beverly D'Angelo, but we see she looks like Daryl Hannah because the uh, male narrative is through uh, Jack's eyes. Because if she doesn't inhibit the body of Sharon, Sharon is dead. And then somebody's going to jail Very for murder. Very much murder death. Because her dad is a yeah. dick. But she can't be the body of Beverly D'Angelo because Jack is not our point of view character. Peter O'Toole is. It started with him. It does, but he doesn't... He's not... Uh, they both are point of view characters he, but he, peter o'toole takes place in none of the love stuff nothing he has nothing to do okay. with any of the love stuff he's not in any of the scenes or the narrative of it at all so at some point it, it has the pov has to switch the pov switches between the two of them actually she's in the dress the pov has switched to the guy from jurassic park a couple yeah, times too uh either way she's in the red dress how what, is she just like and swooped Tilly into and your red the, dress? Now I'm pretending to be dead. She in, she has to inhibit that body. Yeah, that's the only way that they get away with yeah. the murder. Otherwise, you don't get to live here. You fucking killed my daughter. And also, come back to America, Sharon, my daughter, said the rich guy. Uh, who else is next? Who else? Murder was my big question. The, the murder? Yeah, so I think we answered it. Well, I don't think it was a murder. I think it was more of a suicide. Who? What? 
Somebody's gonna pay when Daddy Warbucks comes Unless to Ireland. Unless Sharon's not dead. And Jack, Unless and she's not like, dead. Plus legal divorce and like going through all that. Jack's just, just, it makes it easier. It just makes it easier if Sharon, if Mary looks like Sharon and they just go on living their lives happy. Uh, did Marty trade up? That's my question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did Marty and Sharon both yeah. traded up? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Daryl. Uh, here's the big one, guys. It's not a question. It's a statement. It's incest. Marty is a brogan. Sharon is a brogan. That's her great grandpa. She's having sex with her great great grandpa. That's gross. I I didn't catch this. uh, And I had to go back and check. But one of my first notes when we're talking about the the bank lender, uh, I I thought he was going to come into the movie. So I made sure to write his name down. B-R-I-O-G-I-N. Three quarters through the first uh, note. Yeah, they and are. And then the uh, sheet, it's revealed that Marty's last name is Brogan. They're fucking related. Huh. It's incest. So he has what it and takes she, to be a Catholic priest. She says priest. that she's of Irish descent, too. She's my my father loves this place. He was born here. That is her grandpa that she is now married to. Ah. It's like six times removed, though. Yeah. Her grandpa? It's gross. <laughs> so banging your real grandpa, okay. yucky. I guess it's two hundred years, but uh, okay. Two generations dead, grandpa. Totally it's fine. still her great lineage ancestor that she is ghost banging, sculping, tooping. I don't know if you can toop if you're a ghost, but you can sculpt. So, yeah, they're doing it. They're doing it, and it's icky. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, I guess they're ghosts. They can do whatever the fuck they want, right? They're dead. It's not well thought out by no. the writing. Well, I don't, I think the... it is, Sam. There's too much info that says we did this on purpose. Huh. Otherwise, why would she say all that stuff about my father grew up and was born in this castle where Marty, the lady killing guy, worked? Who was not a Plickman or a whatever the family's name is. Plunkett. Plunkett. Yeah. Married to Plunkett. Which means that also... What's his name? Jack is a descendant of Mary. No, no, no. Peter O'Toole's a Plunkett. Never mind. Yeah, Jack's just some guy. Never mind. Uh, okay. Jack is Jack Crawford. Jack Crawford some some guy. guy. Anybody else? No. Okay, final, no. Final recommendations. I'll start first. I already said it. Don't. I didn't like it. Pass. It's a five out of four on any scale, or five out of ten. Uh, it's just. It's just. But I do have some moments to say after we uh, go through. Sam. I didn't like it at all, and I pretty much give a don't to any comedy that isn't funny unless it's so horridly incompetent in the second half almost got there, but it didn't get there. So, um, you get to see Jennifer Tilly's boob for like four frames drive or falls, whichever one can't remember Jackie. 
I really want to give this a do because it did have a good storyline to it. It could have been great, but I can't because I didn't laugh very much. I mean, I laughed at a horse dong. Yeah. There's a and that was cock. unintentionally funny. Yeah, it's just a hard horse. And there's a horse pain. Yeah. Right before they edited that part out. You know, so I thought it was cute. I kind of liked it, but I can't recommend it to anybody else. Yeah, here's the sad thing, and this is what I alluded to earlier, Sam, is that this, in this period of time, this is the right place and the right time and not knowing what to do in the right place in the right time because it's got all the all the marks that this should have been a massive success. Um, great cast, right? Everybody in this movie is great. Nobody uh, other than Gutenberg yeah. to a degree, maybe Daryl Hannah. Uh, but lots of good actors. Peter O'Toole is chewing the fucking scenery throughout this entire thing. Um, it's a movie about ghosts falling in love, which if you travel back into 1988 and say, we've got a, a comedic version, a Clue-esque, uh, high-paced, yeah. frenetic movie about ghosts falling in love, starring Peter O'Toole, Daryl Hannah, and Steve Gutenberg. That is a recipe for success in 1988, and yeah. they couldn't get it done. This is a... Because it's not funny. Yeah, it's not. Clue is really it's, fucking right. funny. But like from start to fit the entire production of this movie. And and again, maybe it's the freaking production or uh, the producers of this movie getting their hands on the editing because the editing is by far the worst part of this movie. Also, I had a hard time understanding half the characters because everybody's screaming over the top of them. Uh, it's just all very poorly laid out and doesn't work in any shape or form. But on paper, it totally should have. It I'm with Jackie. It should have worked. It should have fucking worked. Uh, Death Becomes Her is another one that says, ding, 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 ding. That's how you do this script. Um, Witches of Eastwick. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it's like they saw a clue and said, let's add a paranormal uh, uh, twist to it where they fall off. Great. That's all fine. And then didn't have any of the uh, pieces in motion to freaking do it. Any of the talent behind the camera. So... That's my rant. I think it should have been a good movie, and it very much is not. It sucks. Um, next week on the show is my pick, and I've got <laughs> I've got a wild one. It's called Sword of the Valiant. You ever heard of this one, Sam? Uh, the name sounds familiar. It's got Sean Connery in it. We're doing another. We're actually doing back to back uh, big casts. Um, Boy, I should have had this pulled up earlier because I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, Amazon Prime just did a big old freaking dump of some really good crappers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Miles O'Keefe, uh, Sean Connery, Trevor Howard, Peter Cushing, not Peter O'Toole. Uh, the Ronald Lacey, who's the guy that's got the hand that's the Nazi in uh, uh, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. John Rice Davies. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. A bunch, bunch of David Rappaport. Pretty much everybody, again. Um, Sword and Sandals, uh, King Arthur movie, currently streaming on Amazon Prime from 1984. So that's your movie next week. I hope you guys have a great week and get to the jungle.